Okay, welcome to IvyCast. It's a big day on IvyCast. How come, Ivy? Why is today a big day? Because it's my last day. It's your last day of preschool. On Monday, we start what? And how are we feeling about that? Not good? A little scared. I know, it's a really big change. But we've met your teacher. We've seen your classroom. We know where your seat is. So, it's a lot of change for sure, and I don't know, you know, it's going to be hard for all of us to adapt to, but I think we're as ready as we can be, don't you? Yeah, I think so too. Alright, are you ready to continue your story for this day? Because yeah. I'll tell you some exciting stuff's about to happen. Here's where we are. We've just blasted our way out of the Death Star on the Millennium Falcon, and who did we, who did we, we came with somebody, we came with somebody who we don't have when we're leaving, and we are leaving with somebody we didn't have when we came. Who did we trade? Remember? Well, we traded Obi-Wan for Princess Leia. And Princess Leia, you know her deal. She's scrappy, right? And she, um, she immediately starts arguing with Han Solo about what they ought to do next. He's like, come on, princess. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna get us out of here. And she's like, no, no, we gotta go to the rebel base on Yavin Four. He's like, ah, I'm not, well, I'm not in for that. She's like, listen, you scruffy-looking nerf herder. We need to go to the Yavin Four. It's where all my people are. He's like, ah, fine. Try arguing with her. Ah. So they zip to light speed and go to the rebel base on Yavin 4. And on Yavin 4, there are a bunch of rebels around there, including a bunch of pilots, and Luke runs into an old friend of his from Tatooine whose name is Wedge Antilles. He's like, hey, Wedge! Hey, Luke, how you doing? Oh, you're flying for the rebels now? I sure am. Oh, that's great. I want to do that too. Like, okay. So they put him on. And he becomes a member of the Red Squadron. He goes Red 5. And Wedge is Red 3, I think. Um, so that's exciting. Now, all of the rebel military minds are on Yavin 3, including um, just all the experts. And they, you know what they do? They take R2-D2 and they take the plans for the Death Star out of R2-D2 and they study them. And they find a really interesting thing. They find that there's a thermal exhaust port on the surface of the Death Star. You know what a thermal exhaust port is? Well, picture a hole, maybe that big, that goes all the way down to the reactor core, the big engine in the middle of the Death Star. And if somebody could shoot some missiles down that, why, they could blow up the whole Death Star. That's what they find. Now, in another movie, another movie entirely, we, we, just, we are told that the person who designed the Death Star didn't want to do it, and he left that sneaky way of blowing it up for the rebels to find. That's the thing we find out in um, uh, uh, a movie called Rogue One. Anyway, the point is that there is this way to blow it up, and so they're excited about that. So, the generals gather all the pilots around and explain it to them, and show them a picture of the, um, the Death Star and where this port is and how they could blow up the Death Star by shooting missiles down it. And some of the pilots are like, that's a tiny little... How are we going to shoot down that? And Luke, you know what Luke says? Ah, doesn't look any harder than Bullseye and Womp Rats back in Beggar's Canyon. 
everybody's like, you know, what bullseye want, brass bag and beggars king. You kind of, you know, go on, farm kid. Go back to your moisture evaporators. <laughs> He's like, well, it's true. I used to bullseye want brats back in Beggar's Canyon with my T32. So, everybody's like, all right, well, the kid thinks he knows what he's doing. We'll see. And they say the, the, the Death Star was designed to withstand uh, an organized assault, but it's not well defended against small individual fighters. So that's how we're going to do it. We're going to go in and fly low across the Death Star, and there's actually a trench. Yeah, everybody, everybody's going to go. A whole bunch of fighters are going to go. In individual one-pilot fighters. And they're going to fly through a trench that goes across the, the the Death Star. Actually, it goes from the center of the Death Star up up to no, north of the Death Star. And, um, and at the end of it is that thermal exhaust port. And that way will be defended from the surface guns. And we'll just have to worry about their TIE fighters. It looks like TIE fighters. What are those? It says, oh, those are the, those are the one-man fighter ships, you know, and they'll be, they'll be chasing you, they'll be trying to shoot you down, like, ah, well, fine, so that's the plan, and Luke turns to Han, and he says, what a plan, what do you think, you didn't think we'll be able to do it, and Luke, Han is like, who's this we, kid, I'm out of here, like, what, you're out of here, the rebels need you, like, well, I didn't sign on for this, I gotta get out of here, I got, I gotta get back to Tatooine, Jabba the Hutt, you know, I owe him money, I gotta sort all that out now that I just got paid for saving the princess. I can get him off my back and I can get back to smuggling, which is what I really do. And Luke says, You really are all about the money, aren't you? He's like, Yep, you got it, kid. Really am all about the money. <clears throat> like, well, good luck, Han. And he hops in the Millennium Falcon and he flies away. And Leia's like, eh. No big loss. So, <clears throat> they get they get all that, you know, all the pilots get in ships, and each of these ships, or many of them, the X-Wings at least, have a spot for an R2 unit, like R2-D2, to go in, and that, that, that little droid controls a lot of functions of the ship. Um, that droid controls repairs and mapping and all kinds of stuff. So Luke is going to have R2-D2 riding with him. Um... It's like a transplantable brain for these ships. It's sort of cool. So they get out and they go flying. And, and now listen, here's the other thing. Here's the thing that really, it's not clear from the movie, but other sources make it clear. Did it seem a little easy for the Millennium Falcon to get away from the Death Star? They, well, it kind of did. They just jumped in it and flew away. They took they took care of the tractor beam, so they didn't have they weren't getting tractored back in. But do you know how many ex, how many Tie Fighters there are? On the Death Star, there's squadrons and squadrons of them. They could have dispatched all of these fighters to come shoot down the Millennium Falcon or bring it back in. If the if the Empire had really wanted to stop them leaving the Death Star, they probably could have done it. So, what is it? What does it suggest that they got away? What What does that mean? Well, what we find out in some other places is the Empire actually let them escape. They let them escape, and do you know why? Because they put a tracking device on the Millennium Falcon. They, and then they let him escape in order to find out where the rebels were hiding. And so now the Empire knows Yavin 4 is a rebel base. And that's where the Millennium Falcon went. And it's where Princess Leia is. And it's where those Death Star plans are. So they chase him there. And the Death Star 
starts flying to the Yavin system. And they, the, the rebels realize this. And they're like, oh, we don't even have to go get the Death Star. It's coming to us. Luckily, we got a plan to destroy it, but it's on its way here. And in fact, it could blow us up because it's, it's, a, it's a planet destroyer, right? It could blow up Yavin 4, and then, and then that would pretty much be the end of the rebellion. This, this one, either we're going to take out their great big weapon, or they're going to take us out completely. That's what's going to happen here. So all the pilots are suiting up and getting into their ships and flying out toward where the Millennium, where the Death Star is coming in. The Millennium Falcon's flown away. Han's gone. And all of the pilots are checking in. So uh, the Red Leader, the Red Squadron Leader says, Red Leader here, Red Squadron checking in. It's Red 1 standing by. Red 2 standing by. Red 3 standing by. That's Wedge Antilles. Red 4 standing by. Red 5 standing by. That's Luke. He's a Red 5. And there are dozens of X-Wing fighters like the one Luke is in and a bunch of B-Wings and a bunch of Y-Wings and they're all flying down to the to the Death Star and we are just pulling up to school now so we'll actually save the trench run for our next next uh, drive but the next I'll tell you the next thing that's coming up which is known as the trench run is super famous and a very exciting scene in the movie okay Listen, have an amazing, amazing, amazing last day of daycare. This is really going to be something. This is really going to be something. And I know you're nervous about kindergarten, but we'll do great. You'll do great, and your parents will do great, and we'll all be great. Okay? Okay. Okay. All right, from IvyCast, I'm Dad. I'm Dad, and I'm... I'm Ivy. She's not saying it. Not going to say it. All right. Well, bye. It's been fun. And we'll catch you next time on the trench.